You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give to you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Matthew 4, 8-10 Satan doesn't tempt us with things that we're not interested in. All the kingdoms of the world and their splendor, that was exactly what Jesus had come for. He wanted all the kingdoms and their splendor in eternity with him forever. This to him is the prize of earth, the thing he desires and seeks. Souls from every tribe and tongue, and all the amazing and unique gifts that humanity shines with. We must know that God loves humanity. He enjoys us. He wants to be with us, to hang out with us. He wants to adopt us and call us family. He wants our opinions and he even respects our will and decisions. People are his prize. He so loved the world that he sent his son to get the world. And here Jesus is being offered the world by the God of the world, Satan. Father God had already offered him the world in Psalm 24. It says, Ask of me and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. Two offers from two very different beings. Satan's offer would be quick and seemingly easier than the cross, but it would last only a moment and then expire in a cloud of death and destruction as so many people have experienced. Instead, he took his father's offer, which would see him go through the cross. And though it would take much longer to realize, it will be full of life eternal. The book of the Revelation goes on to declare the day when Jesus gets what he paid for. It says in chapter 11, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. In the end, Jesus is victorious, and the kingdoms of the world become his, and he reigns forever and ever. When you come close to Jesus, or he comes close to us, it's hard not to see and feel his passion for this purpose of having all the people of the world. It seems like the closer you get to him or the closer he gets to you, the more you catch it and become one with it. John G. Lake records how he went through a personal revival when the Holy Spirit came upon him. He said the following, A love for mankind such as I had never comprehended took possession of my life. Yea, a soul yearning to see men saved, so deep, at times heartrending, until in anguish of soul I was compelled to abandon my business and turn all my attention to bringing men to the feet of Jesus. It seems that the Lord's passion is contagious. And when we have it, we know revival has come to our hearts. In the early 1700s, the Moravians that settled in Hernhut in Germany were a devout community of believers. 
and they had a revelation on the power and the purpose of prayer. They began to pray in extraordinary ways for God's mission to be fulfilled, that the kingdoms of the world would become Christ's. They called it the hourly intercession, where, get this, relays of 24 men and 24 women prayed without ceasing. That's right, they had a schedule so that every hour of the day was filled with somebody praying for Christ's mission to be fulfilled, 24-7, 365 days a year. They did not stop that prayer meeting for 100 years. Prayer of that kind has only one result, revival. God sent revival to that community, and many people would travel there from all over the world to experience a fresh touch from God. My question is, was it the prayer that brought revival, or was it the prayer for nations that brought revival? I believe it was the latter. We know that the Holy Spirit was given for a purpose, to empower us to be witnesses so that Jesus could have his prize of nations. When we align with that purpose and pray according to that purpose, we can be sure that he will come. And oh, how he came on that community. As they prayed for nations, he came near. And as he came near, they caught his passion. They became supernaturally passionate about what Jesus is passionate about. They were set on fire for nations. From that one small village community in Hernhut, more than 100 missionaries went out in 25 years all over Europe and to places as far as the West Indies, the Arctic, the Far East, South America, and even South Africa. That is what happens when revival comes. God's purpose of reaching nations is fulfilled. What do we learn from this? We learn that Christ will have his nations. And when we pray according to his purpose, we catch his passion and the job gets done. Prayer comes before heart. Heart always comes before mission. No prayer, no heart. No heart, no mission. So let's pray that he starts with our hearts and kindles in us a passion for what he is passionate about. Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival and start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying and to keep believing for revival in our day.